Hi, welcome to this podcast. I'm Mary Abazia, and with me, of course, is Sean Wellam and Tom Spitali. And um, we are always keeping our eye out for what's going on in the news. And then we use our strategic marketing lens to say, what is really going on here? And what caught our eye recently was EV, electric vehicles. Um, their sales are slower than expected. And they're growing, but at a much slower rate. And um, and so it got us thinking about, you know, a lot of times you probably might be in the same situation where you're trying to launch a new platform or create a new market. And so there's there's a lot of lessons to be learned in this. So I'm going to hand this over to Sean because he has a really good example to talk about here. Yeah. It, the first thing when I heard about this, I mean, for context, about 8% of, of new cars are, are electric these days. And and it's both grown quicker than expected go back a couple of years and all the talk was about how quickly it was ramping up ahead of expectations and of course now the rate of growth still growing but the rate of growth as you say mary is slowing and there's a lot of issues to unpack but the one thing that occurred to me at speaking with some friends of mine that are potentially in the market for new vehicles is this idea of the infrastructure being in place to support the the vehicles that's both in terms of of charging points the the time it takes to charge a little bit of uncertainty around that and so on and so forth and it, it did remind me of we back in my banking and finance days we tried to launch a new credit card aimed at motorists it was like a fuel card and the bottom line was that we had a, i should put a context we had lots and lots of of uh, representation within the automotive industry the division that i worked for and we thought this would be a great add-on to provide a fuel card for drivers to use in their in their vehicles. But we couldn't find retailers who would accept the card unless we had a ton of people with the card ready to spend, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't find any large corporates to take the card unless it was accepted in lots of gas stations. So you're in this like catch 22 you can't actually get the thing moving because you've got to have both at the same time and it reminded me a little bit of evs and this is just one dimension i don't think it's the entire issue but as the infrastructure has yet to really catch up to make everyone feel comfortable that they're going to have the charging points they need that are going to be vacant and and, and ready to use then people will that will add to the headwind of people making the transition so Governments through subsidy have to invest in in replacing the other what, gas station in every town, right? But now you're going to have to have charging points in every town, and that's something I think that that's part of it. But there's a, I think there's a multitude. That's the one example I wanted to share. But as we carry on with this conversation, I'm sure there's a ton of other headwinds to why EV market is potentially slowing down. But that I was one. That understand I understand though, was Sean. What was the punchline of that though? What? How, how did it finally kind it's of? It doesn't, doesn't end well. I, no, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I, no. At this point, I want to be able to sort of say, and then we had this stroke of genius. But what happened? We said, ah, you know what? Forget this, and the project just died. We decided. We actually bought. We made an acquisition. That was the solution. We acquired a company that already had a footprint and had some drivers with the view of ramping it up. We, we were going to come in as a new product, and we we did the the classic, um, let's just buy someone, don't make it, buy it. So we, we made an acquisition and bought a, uh, bought a card issuer that we then branded ourselves. So, yeah, we, we didn't find a, a 
a smart way out of it we just got the checkbook out basically okay got <laughs> it yeah that's nice when you can do that tom yeah yeah right <laughs> well i i'm reminded of the a couple of things one is the gardener um hype cycle uh that we've all been paying a bit of attention to lately which is really kind of cool when you when you see the gardener hype cycle look it up on your browser it, it's this idea that you know, innovations go through a period of, you know, extreme popularity that seems to be ahead of its time. And then reality sets in and they have this thing called the, on the curve called the, the trough of, of disillusionment, whereas maybe that's where we're at with, with EVs right now. I mean, where people just start to say, well, you know, um, it's a new innovation. It's not as good as, you know, and, and from a convenience or a price standpoint as what's out there. And and some people make the mistake of saying it never, it never will be. And we we all know that, you know, eventually, um, you know, these concepts improve and improve and improve until, um, you know, they they find, I forget what the final curve is, but that what they call that final curve, but it, it eventually happens. And of course, you know, smart companies are looking at that and trying to time their investments if they're involved in that industry um, and, and, and trying to maybe get ahead of that final curve where, where things just really, really ramp up. And with EVs, you know, you, you, you know, it's coming, but you know, the, the reason I think we're probably in the trough of disillusionment is, is, and I think it's related to Sean's comments about his friends. I mean, you, you've got these very practical concerns right now, you know, it's just, you know, you want to, as a consumer, uh, you you know uh, who might be environmentally conscious, for example, you want to participate in this, right? You want to stop polluting the environment, but you know when you look at the reality of how much inconvenience and cost is maybe involved at this point, you you, you go well, I'll, I'll I'll wait a little bit. And we found that out with a hotel chain. Um, I don't know, it was about seven or eight years ago. We were we were working with an unnamed but very famous hotel chain who really wanted to 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 do some economically I'm sorry environmentally friendly things in their rooms things that would cause inconvenience and a little bit higher cost and they found out that no matter how environmentally conscious you are once you have to reach into your wallet or do some things that cost you time you might not be as environmentally conscious as you thought you were in the first place or that you want to admit so I think we're probably in that zone with EVs, uh, but make no mistake, these things are coming. This is, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get there. It's just, um, it, it's taken a little longer than I guess people first thought. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, my previous life was doing sales forecasting with bases. And I guess I just, I'm a nerd. I love looking at this going, ooh, this is interesting because, um, you know, a lot of times when you're doing forecasts, one of the first things you have to do is cut it in half at least, if not, you know, cut it in half again, because there's this, this belief that whoever's buying, it's going to ramp up like this. And some of it's that trough of dissolution. And the other thing is, is that the adoption groups are very different. So what happens, you know, in the U.S., for example, uh, California is at three, about 3% of um, EV sales right now. And I, the East Coast is a lot lower than that. Usually a lot of new things start in the two coasts. And if you're forecasting based on that, you forget that there's a whole adoption and different set of needs in the middle parts of, of the US as an example. So, um, so they haven't, you know, people that bought Tesla's that set of needs is very different as you move through, you know, like the early majority and the later majority. Um, in addition to having 
of course, an infrastructure. <laughs> so a lot I of think, things there. I think there's another thing, a part of this story, which is interesting. We mentioned a, a little while ago, or we either we talked about it either on a podcast or we wrote it, I can't remember, but we talked about how Tesla were discounting the price for EVs, significantly discounting. And that could turn out to be a masterstroke because if you think of what's happening in the EV market now, a lot of the the old school manufacturers, the legacy manufacturers, are, are dialing back their investment into EV, into battery plants. GM and Honda are going to produce a, a, a cheaper, more accessible EV car. That's been shelved, not, not abandoned, just pushed back a little bit. Um, um, Volkswagen, similarly, not investing as quickly as they uh, were. As the market has, has, has started to show these signs of the initial enthusiasm tailing off and the price value equation working more in Tesla's favor with the price drops, they've maybe persuaded others to step back where it's no longer the 22% margin business that, they, that they've got. And they've got legacy products to sell as well. You know, it could just turn out to be a masterstroke of, of active pricing of knowing the precise moment as you get the early adopters got the curve. When do you, when do you lose that early adopter premium and start to price more uh, in line with, with what you might consider to be typical market forces. Mm -hmm. So that's another aspect to this, that it's maybe the, the dropping margins <clears throat> that have also discouraged investment, which is slowing the supply side, notwithstanding <laughs> that demand is faltering a little bit, but it ensures that Tesla have a, a fairly healthy chunk of what's what the pie is, even if it's not growing as quickly. Yeah, the prices are down 30% over since last yeah. year. And Tesla is probably the biggest portion of that. But there is a lot of government subsidies in there too. But, you know, 30% off of that, I'm, I'm, I like what you said. I wonder what that magic price point is then to unlock it more. Yeah, yeah. when it starts, starts to move forward. And I think that's the thing. The other thing about, as I see EVs, and I... I confess if it's not blindingly obvious i'm no expert but a lot of ev products tend to be premium you don't i haven't seen much in the way of a really cheap utilitarian sort of ev yeah. car yeah. and that to me would seem to be the logical next step now maybe it's technically not feasible the, the weight of batteries mean you've got to have a substantially sized car but where is the uh the, the prius of course is a, is a hybrid i think but where are the where's that market because everything, Teslas are still pretty premium, right? You're not going to get an yeah. EV car for much change out of 50 grand, I shouldn't think. I don't know what you got. I mean, you tell me. But <clears throat> I just think it's it's not, for some reason, they've not yet broadened the the spectrum of, of value products all the way through to premium. It seems to still be caught in this premium mindset, and that's surprised me. Yeah, they need more development there. And I know that that's on Elon's, Elon Musk's agenda as you said earlier just got gotten pushed back and they're 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 they probably are no in his mindset who knows his mindset <laughs> so, yeah, like you do you know where his is you know looking at his the way he talks and you know i i'm sure that he he, he wants to to be able to make an, an ev for the for the masses i mean he's been talking about it for a while i think that's definitely on the agenda. Yeah. I think the thing I want to say about all of this is, you know, what can our, our B2B clients learn from this? And I think it's just, you know, as it relates to, you know, how fast do you, you, you invest in, um, you know, new innovations, things that are, that are, that are changing, significantly changing your industry, how fast you jump on the bandwagon. And we've talked about 
a couple of tools that I think are really important here. Um, one, one is the, the Gardner um, uh, hype cycle, you know, whatever technology is changing your industry, I'd have a really good look at that hype cycle and see where it's at. Has it gone through this hype of this uh, trough of disillusionment yet? It seems like that's almost like a necessary aspect for most innovations. And that's where a lot of early adopters get left holding the bag, right? Waiting for the growth that doesn't happen for a while. We also talked about, we didn't call it out specifically, but Jeffrey Moore's, you know, crossing the chasm. Is it chasm or chasm, Sean? Chasm? Chasm, chasm. is what I would say. Chasm. Crossing the chasm is, uh, is, is just really something that, again, anytime you're bringing an innovation market, you need to look at that and say, realize that what, what, what it took to sell on the coast, as Mary talked about, is not necessarily what's going to take to sell in the middle of the country of the United States of America, or, or just generally in markets to the to the early majority or the you know the late majority, whatever. That's another thing. I think the third thing that I want to say, I I think I I I learned from from all all of this is you got to really think about um, your distribution channel in your marketing plan and 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 really think and, and apply strategic marketing principles to. How do you get the equivalent of, you know, Tesla's distribution channel, the enablers, the charging stations? How do you get them on board in a significant way uh, enough to build confidence, you know, in the rest of the, the value chain that they're, they're, they're going to be able to take advantage of the new innovation? And, and, and a lot mm -hmm. of times, like, we, we, I think we find that the, the ultimate buyer is where people spend a lot of time on, but they, they, they don't think as much about applying a marketing plan and some of the segmentation targeting and positioning principles against the distribution channel. And, and, and I think that's a lesson from this as well. What do you guys yeah. think? Yeah. I, well, I think that you're, I, I like that comment about that um, distribution channel, but I think that the tool that really helps unlock that. And when we have worked with companies that are really establishing something revolutionary is, um, is the influencer map. You know, right now the EV companies have to be working with the governments and and you know the gas stations and even the, and that's where you know I think Tom, you often say, what is it that you know you should how how much responsibility should you have for things that you are out of your control? Well, these things are out of your control, quote unquote. But you've got to make the map work, the influencer map work. So if the government is the big bubble for a while, you need to put your resources against that to get that moving and. Um, and the oil companies, you know, help the gas stations start to convert over if that's a just, you know, that's a point. So it is, you know, it, you, you can't sell your product until you really take advantage. You have to work on the, all the issues within the bigger market as well. It's a lot. It's a heavy lift for new companies introducing stuff. Yeah. True. Sean, any closing thoughts? No. Well, it's it's. um inevitable that, that evs are going to be 100 percent in the market at some point unless a new technology comes along like fuel cells so it'll be interesting to follow this because it's not a question of a this is not a product that can that can fail uh, there's no way back there's only other ways forward in terms of um, not burning fossil fuels to to move us around the planet so it'll be interesting to see how it how it um how it evolves maybe a topic we'll revisit uh, a few times yeah, yeah, it'll be a lot there. Thank you for joining us. And we hope that, you know, if you're doing something big, 
that some of the the points that we're seeing and that you probably are seeing yourself with the EV market or even the AI market, any new thing that's coming out, you know, what's it going to take to unlock it and be successful? Thank you. Thank you.